1: 35 on uh, the Tuesday edition of the 630 Chat Afternoon News. We've been talking about the Calgary Olympic, uh, uh, well, the bid for the Winter mm-hmm. Olympics in, what is it, 2026?
0: A, a lot of people correcting me. Thank you for uh, keeping me honest. I, I blurted out in a rant that it was uh, Ralph Klein that started the Heritage Fund. It was, mm. of course, Peter Lawheed and I knew that. Mm. Ralph was uh, better known for Ralph Bucks. I forgot about that. The fund didn't uh, grow under Ralph $400? Klein. Yeah. Oh, per, it was $400, yeah. Per bucks, person, wasn't
1: it? Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, and just, you know, reading about the the Calgary uh, Winter Games in in 88, and it did turn a profit, and it was credited with at that time, you know, helping um, the city kind of during, because it had just fallen into a recession, the oil prices had Mm -hmm. dropped, uh, grain prices, you name it. sounds kind of familiar. Um, All of the venues are still in use and have helped develop the, the winter... Sports programs well, in this country. I'm
0: I'm somewhat uh, skeptical, but maybe it's just a, you know a result of my age. I'm somewhat skeptical when they talk about the economic benefit to a city, a province, or a country for such things as hosting the Olympics, mm. because there, you know, the suggestion is that restaurants do better, and hotels do mm. better, and travel agencies do better, and like all these companies do better because this event is being held, and then that's how they come up with the money, but. There's a lot of estimating in that, right? I mean, especially when you're looking ahead to an Olympics yeah. and saying I mean, how much revenue you, would come in.
1: You can project. It's like it's like anything. I, I would suspect even the Edmonton Comedy Festival would sit yes. down and you project on what how we many do. how many seats you're going to get, what kind of uh, funding you're going to get, yes. how much money you're going to make at the end of it all, um, and then yeah, you, you, you pull well, it off and hope for the best. You count right. the number afterwards. That's right. right. And I don't. Wanna... I mean, it's it's a, it's a, like it's, we're not talking billions. It's, no, it's different. But
0: it's the same principle, right? And the other part of that is, and I don't want to jinx any kind of grant app I might have in the stream (laughs) right now, but uh, you also have to state um, what benefit it will bring the city in terms of uh, revenue. And honestly, I don't know the answer to that. Will restaurants on White Avenue be busier because we have a show at the Varscona? Probably. Um, but to put a dollar figure on that, I can't do it. And yeah. we're talking, think how much easier it would be for me to do that than it would be for the organizers of an Olympics to do that.
1: If you're thinking of a venue of 300 people or 200 people yeah, compared to exactly. how many events over. Exactly. You know, as, as, as I'm reading those, I'm flashing back to the Olympics. And again, I wasn't out here, as I said, 88. I was living in uh, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, just graduating high school. But remember the, the Jamaican bobsled team? Remember yep. Eddie the Eagle? Of course.
0: I mean, yeah, it was fun, and and there was interesting stories, right? right? Um, But, you know.
1: Anyway, apparently they're going to vote uh, tomorrow. The final Uh vote will be tomorrow. Hi, Gord. Thanks for holding.
2: Hi, how's it going today? Good, good. Good. Good.
1: What's going on?
3: Uh, Yeah, I agree with you guys there. It it just seems to me that, you know, the Olympics have grown into this huge, huge thing, and, and one country almost seems to want to do the other country out with the opening clear and closing <laughs> ceremonies. Yeah. But uh, but I guess if there's no real appetite to continue on with the Olympics, I guess what do we do with the athletes that that have been training hard and working towards the olympic shot olympic gold medal shot well see i well, thought that's about where, that that's
1: where you have that's where you have the the canadian worlds, figure skating championships and right. the in the worlds and that sort of thing the, yeah. for me the olympics yeah. are i mean each
0: of those sports has their international events mm-hmm. throughout the years right but the difference with the olympics is that all those sports are brought together under one roof or under you know in one place at one time so that's what makes it special right but they do already. Each organization, I mean, like you said, the NHL has the yeah. uh, Stanley Cup, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so we still get to see all those athletes compete in their various sports if you're interested. The thing about the Olympics is it does cause people to watch sports on and have the ability to watch sports on television that they typically wouldn't mm-hmm. have. I mean, honestly, has any of us watched uh, speed skating other than at the Olympics or, uh, you know, <laughs> cycling or, I mean, yeah, you watch it because your country's in it. And like I say, I, I love watching the Olympics. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of it. Um, I just question whether or not the economic benefit is there, especially after we've just come out of a yeah. very
1: tough time.
4: Right, I agree with you
1: guys. Thanks, Thanks Gord. All right. Take it easy. And uh, hi, Jim. How
4: are you guys doing? Good. Good. What's going on? Uh, common sense here. Uh, I mean, there's winners and losers, and I'm going to share it with you. The losers is the Canadian taxpayers. Uh, we should all be voting on this, not just uh, the, the city. The winners are all the hotels and the and the restaurants that can gouge the heck out of you. And uh, for this for this event, I mean, this is like the dinosaur, guys. Let's look at 67 in Montreal. You know, haven't we learned anything at all? And and the overcost, as much as they may say it may not happen or it's going to be very minimal, it will happen, and it will be a lot of money. And and again, it's going to be the taxpayers. So. Again, if, if we're expected to pay for this,
0: I'm going to vote no. You know, you raise an interesting point that, uh, and it's, I don't want to say it's a small point, but it's an interesting one because that's something else. When you talk about the economic spin off to businesses, you're right. When the Olympics were in Vancouver, I actually had an opportunity uh, to go out there, and I thought, yeah, I might. Couldn't find a hotel for less than. Yep. Thou- like a th- it, yeah, people were renting
1: out their boats yeah, to that, sleep that in. That right? happens during any major event It does, anymore. but when you're
0: talking about the economic spinoff, what you're saying is what you want to think is that hotels that weren't normally full are now full. What you don't want to think is hotels are now gouging their customers.
1: Uh, that's... And I think they would do it. Definitely they, would do
0: it. they do do, I mean, do of it. Of course it. they
1: do it. Yeah. Yeah, It's business. Why wouldn't
4: they? Yeah. So, I mean, again, if, if we're going to pay for this, then I want to vote on it, just not Calgary. And I'm going to vote no because I don't want to pay for any runoffs. I mean, would I like to see him get it? Yes. But at the cost of what it... I mean, I don't see the benefit of it, and I'm sorry. Uh, so for me personally, I, I don't want to spend a, a nickel on it. I'm sorry. I, I just don't I, don't... I don't want
1: to do it. Yep. There you go. That's Jim. More than you're right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. I didn't really see that story as taking off as uh, hard as it did. Well, any time, any time taxpayers could possibly be on the hook. When you're looking at the amount of money, when you look at the amount of money that um, is is wanted and is needed to put on something like this, yeah, and especially in a in Alberta right now.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) when you look at uh, infrastructure expenditures like um, like the LRT is a great example. You can sell the argument that it benefits all citizens of Edmonton whether you ever ride an LRT or not. If the LRT is used extensively or bike lanes are used extensively, Mm -hmm. me as a car owner and somebody who's, you know, reliant on their car, it benefits me because there's fewer cars on the street in theory because they're taking bikes and LRTs, right? But when you talk about an Olympics, I, I guess to try and play devil's advocate here, the argument is, well, it benefits all Canadians because it's a country hosting them even though it has to be in a specific city um and it benefits canadians because our athletes do better because they mm-hmm. then have better training facilities down the road i mean that's always the argument then there's the one we discussed the benefit of uh, economic spin-off from them which i yeah. think is always overestimated well
1: right? i think in, well i i i i would suggest that probably the winter olympics in calgary in 88 probably helped with long-term tourism to that area, Calgary, band, Lake Louise, all of that sort of stuff. But again, what's the dollar figure on that? Yeah. Like?
0: I mean, it almost seems like at the expense that the Olympics costs, at the level of expense that has to be paid now at the, in this day and age for an Olympics, that it shouldn't be up to one city to do it anyway. And And really, to be honest with you, it isn't. I mean, in the nineteen eighty eight Olympics weren't the ski events all held in like Banff and Banff area. I mean, it wasn't well, it was, it not all of back, them. There's, yeah, they had the ski jump on, yeah. off of yeah. Highway One there and that kind of thing. If the if the proposition had been that the province of Alberta is going to host the Olympics and that half the events will be in Edmonton and and or a third in Edmonton, a third in Calgary, a third in Red Deer, you know, I like that there kind was of thing, let's
1: talk about that at one point. Yeah, that
0: would be the only way that I would act. I, I wouldn't agree to it. Um, necessarily yes I'd be willing to take a look at it if the benefits were spread across the country but you know you could also make the counter argument to that that oh yeah well what about the people in Grand Prairie and Fort McMurray and they're Albertans too where's their benefit?
1: You know who we haven't heard from in ages? Who? David and Onaway David!
0: (laughs) I'm retired
2: so I've been overworked and underpaid. I'm like
1: where have you been? I was thinking about you recently
2: well thank you. I hope it was a nice thought. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the way you
1: go on Andrew sometimes, so I'm a bit cheery. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What's what do you think about uh the the Olympics? It's a great
2: idea, but unfortunately don't forget that the Olympics the International Olympic Committee is a private company. Mm-hmm and i know they're going to chip in some money this time around but the point is how many as andrew's said and both his both uj um this is specific a lot of it is estimates Uh and great i ran my own company for 15 years i estimated that if i worked hard i could get this amount like the comedy festival and it never came to fruition because there was other factors that I could not control. Mm-hmm. And at this moment in time, I am sick and tired of taxes keep going up under one guise or another and then being told, oh, we'll give $700 million to this and hang on a minute, you've just raised my my cost of living by the carbon tax and all the other things. I'm getting to the point where I don't have any money at the end of the year where I can look at my bank account and say, wow, I've got some money. I can do something you know, out of the ordinary type of thing. And what do we get out of it? Well, you're gonna get this and we're gonna get new facilities. So how about we put in a plan that says, we're gonna build new facilities across the country for these things. And I'm really sorry for the people that train hard for the Olympics, but I trained hard for my business. It didn't work out, and I didn't get any grants from the government to
0: help me. You know, that's an interesting proposition as well, and this is never going to happen. But what if that were the deal? The, what the deal was, regardless of, let's say Calgary makes, uh, you know, made how many of her billion? Mm-hmm. 300 billion. Should that have been divided Across provinces and territories then? If it was Canada hosting works. Right. It will never happen. But it actually makes sense, Dave. Like you got me thinking that okay, so we say it has to be in a city. So we're saying Calgary in this particular case. If it's true what you're saying, the Canadian government and the IOC and everybody else, the organizers, that it makes money, if it's Canada hosting it, shouldn't everybody share in that profit if there's a profit? And and you know, should if everyone shares in the loss instead, shouldn't we all have a vote on it? And not just a plebiscite in Calgary?
2: And if the IOC is so sure that it'll make a profit, why don't they put it on? <laughs> <laughs>
0: they
2: put it on, uh, they'll uh, have the money. <laughs>
1: oh, David, it's good to hear your voice again. Talk to you soon.
2: <laughs> I always listen, even if I don't call it. Okay, Excellent. thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I... you
1: remember the, uh, what was it, the women's soccer just two years ago? What they, was, was it, it was held here in Toronto, and Montreal? Mm-hmm. Remember the, the big women's right. soccer thing yeah. that came through?
0: I mean, you know, I'm not much of a soccer fan, but the idea that they spread it out over mm-hmm. several cities, that everyone benefited from it, yeah, and, yeah, and that benefits your Canadian team, right? Because they get to play and host yeah. an international event, and, and the, don't they get a, you know, a, uh, I, listen, I don't follow soccer, folks, but when you host those kinds of events, don't you automatically you get make a birth it, into it? Yeah, you get a birth yeah. into the A division or whatever. I was you know?
1: excited. I got to meet Emeril Lagasse. Really. Yeah, he was at the Hotel McDonald's. Remember? Walked in and there he was. He's a big soccer fan. Well, that's where he was. So he was going from city to city watching (laughs) the Uh, soccer. (laughs) Hello, Mr. Lagasse.
0: Hey, just a quick uh, disclaimer. Uh, First of all, the news of uh, the Calgary City Council uh, suggesting that they would cancel the plebiscite and withdraw their bid. Uh, for the Olympics was news that was handed to us as we were already on the air. So typically, uh, you know, had we known we would get this sort of engagement, we would have booked a couple of <laughs> guests to discuss this, but we didn't have that kind of heads up. So the conversation was driven by your texts and your phone calls. Uh, my opinion is simply my opinion. I, As one more Albertan, I'm not prepared to pay for the Olympics. If you are, good on you.
1: Ken uh, has been hanging on here. Hey, Ken.
3: Hey you two, how's it going today?
0: Good.
1: Good. What's going on with you? Well,
3: you know, I work out in oil patch here and you know, I was been out here, but uh, you know, trying to be the devil's advocate here and say, Yeah, I'm I'm for the games because of the fact that uh, what's hard in regards to the money, I agree with you guys, like I like think the federal government should pony up some. But I think in my personal opinion, IOC should supply all security.
0: Well, and that and that's a a, away, yeah yeah that's, a, that's a huge sh- amount yeah. of money and a, and a big concern these days, right?
3: Exactly. Yeah. so but I think uh, the Olympics of the Sol's like it is getting a lot uh, a lot more uh, I don't always say it uh, commercialized, but you how you ask how many um, young athletes now are looking forward to possibly competing for Canada in Canada like a a friend of ours daughter was actually competing in Vancouver. At the last uh, Vancouver Olympics, didn't do well, but she still she was there. Like to be able to say your daughter was at the Olympics in Canada, representing Canada. Like what more is there, right?
1: Well, it's it's uh, it's it's pretty huge and it's pretty exciting for a lot of folks, right, to, to to watch and to be a part of it. Like I said, I went to school with an Olympic speed skater, dated him for a little while. It was it was pretty cool to say, hey, I knew that guy. Yeah. I was watching him on television.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, and like and. Uh, what was the last time? Like, biathlon, like that, there is just a wild, wild sport to watch. But how could you? It's great to watch on TV, like Andrew said, but you're not going to go out and watch them. How are you going to watch a cross-country ski race?
4: Well, well
0: yeah, I know. I don't, I don't like taking the garbage out in the winter, so I don't. I,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's why I got married. That's why I married that kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 but, then they uh, move uh, out, and then you have to do it
1: all over again.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, great conversation. But yeah, if, uh, if the IOC is really. Serious about it and uh they're getting less and less I think if they because they got billions of dollars but as well I'm looking at what we have in our heritage trust fund why can't they take a loan back a loan from that and pay it back accordingly.
1: Hmm. Ken uh thanks for the call appreciate it it's 2:55. we've got a break here for the three o'clock uh news when we come back fingers crossed um that um well, that Dr. Bob Sedward might be able to hang on. He's uh, was elected to the IOC in uh, 2000. We'll talk to him. Great, right after this.
0: The 6:30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on 6:30 Chad.